1: Dive even deeper into the mysteries of the mind and uh, try to discover ways to overcome uh, mental issues. Should be an interesting topic, Carl.
2: Yep, overcoming blocks to mental ability. So, this goes hand in hand with what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. About using the mind, and we're going to focus on some of the problems now, not opportunities and peculiarities of our uh, makeup, and and the uh, fascinating way that uh, we've been designed, and also been manipulated to be darkened. And so we're going to talk some of the about some of the consequences for people that we have helped, some client examples of people who have struggled and gained assistance from the divine through our work, reaching out with our healing protocol in particular. But there's a lot of things people need to know about and what we're up against with dark spirits and also extraterrestrials manipulating our world. There's pitfalls and hazards and this applies to each one of us because we're all being manipulated As crazy as that sounds, we we believe it to be true based on our work.
1: Carl, you asked creator, a practitioner's daughter was in an internet chat room, and when she had someone frighten her, this was immediately followed by a spirit possession. Was this deliberately set up to make that happen to as many unwary children as possible to serve the darkness?
2: Okay, so if you didn't understand that, we have practitioners using our protocol, and they keep their family members under divine watch and help to keep them clear of such things as spirit possession. So when they're clearing their kids and then suddenly one of their kids turns up to have a spirit attachment, then they ask questions, you know, hey, what's going on? How did this happen? Well, this is, this is a hazard of navigation, going to the internet and getting spooked, literally. So this is what Creator says about unwary kids going on the internet. This in fact is true. While it seems ghastly and wildly improbable on its face because it is a conspiracy, utilizing the supernatural as an element, this in fact is how the interlopers operate. They are quite aware of the spirit realm and its readiness to inflict pain on humans and have a high degree of motivation. Needing the energy of human victims for their very survival, they're more than willing to be weaponized to attack even children and cause harm to them. So this is a very intentional planned intervention on human freedom to co-opt the young and infest them with spirits that can be further controlled and manipulated by the extraterrestrial alliance to bring misery and dysfunction, not only to impair the host of that attacking spirit, but also their brethren, who they will allow in by virtue of undermining the energy shield of the person. And then the negativity will spread to people around them and their immediate family and others they may encounter among their friends and schoolmates in particular. This, as you know, is a major cause of bullying that is such a scourge and can leave lifelong impairment particularly because it also leads to spirit possession by undermining the victim emotionally and the damage is thereby compounded. There are many such attackers and there are many traps set on the Internet for children to be ensnared and adults as well by all things scary that may happen. This is often the motivation behind the so-called trolls, will seemingly appear out of nowhere and attack someone on Facebook with a very nasty comment. It is designed to throw them off balance and then have a spirit attack ensue to compound the damage. It is a win for the spirit and a win for the extraterrestrial alliance to see any humans undermined in this way. So this is a very common and frequent scourge facilitated by the communication medium enjoyed by so many to the point of addiction and almost constant use. You know, clearly we think of viruses and of bacteria as communicable diseases, but
1: apparently spirit possession is a sense a communicable disease as well, Carl.
2: Well, it's, it's shocking, disheartening. We, we get it. But what are we to do? knowing what we know, how can we stay silent and let things muddle along as is. We're not saying burn your computer, we're saying be vigilant, be careful, help protect your children from wandering into trouble, leaving them too much on their own. We're getting more and more dependent every day. We're blocking down the schools and having distance learning via the Internet now. And so this is not a good thing because it's a portal for programming and disinformation and multiple levels.
1: Uh,
2: U.S. creator, a client writes,
1: my son is now six years old and is in the first grade. He is struggling in school and doesn't want to do his homework after school. He has been very defiant, especially to me, and says he wants to kill and cut himself when he doesn't get his way or is really tired. This is very concerning to my wife, his mom, and I. What is the cause of these difficulties, and how can we help?
2: All right, and this is Creator's words. This is entirely due to spirit meddler manipulation, to rouse anger within the boy, confusion, and create a sense of being under assault. This is enough to stir anyone up and lead them to lash out in some way in self-defense, if not reaching a level of defiance and retribution. The spirit meddlers are experts on so-called fighting words that stir the blood and get people going. This they can do even more readily in young children who are highly vulnerable, highly emotional, and lack the accumulation, the acculturation of of good manners and self-control that are developed with maturity. So, acts of violence are common among young children for this reason. They simply cannot be expected to be perfect to begin with. And when true evil corrupts them, all bets are off in terms of what might happen.
1: You know, that's an interesting insight that uh, violence amongst children is actually, you know, created by or instigated by The dark spirit attachments, you know, that's a wild idea. But yet, you know, we do see a high level of violence among young children and we've experienced it ourselves.
2: Well, this is the cause of criminality. It's not just things like poverty. Those are factors that drag down people's hopes and hurt their lives in ways that leave them more prone to be desperate and turn to illicit activity to get along and survive. But when people are violent, that's really crossing a line. That's inhuman. And there's reasons for it. It is a corruption by a source of evil that's abroad in the land. And it preys on children and gets them early. It's a cause. It's a major cause of learning disability. It's not the only cause, but it is a major cause. Indeed. Not to mention the defiant behavior and the the bullying that the schools are so struggling with. I mean, you learned
1: early on that uh, the cause of uh, babies crying incessantly that can't be consoled is caused by dark spirits.
2: Well, 50% of the time. Yeah, wow. But that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) US creator,
1: a practitioner asks, You told me that my daughter had new spirit meddler attacks within weeks of a lightworker healing protocol session because she made a free will choice to be vulnerable. I find it confusing that she can make a free will choice to allow spirit attachments when she was only three years old and doesn't have the capacity to understand something like spirit attackers.
2: What can we tell her? All right. And this is what Creator answered. You are making an understandable interpretation from the heart as a loving mother, seeing your daughter as vulnerable, and so very dependent on you for things like safety. But that is the very point to be made here, that without you, she is vulnerable and on her own. You cannot be at her side every second of the day or night you cannot know what is going on in her mind, let alone the deep subconscious within her and how it might react to a spirit approaching and engaging in a dialogue and how that might shift her energies in response. This is simply beyond your ability to know and to counteract. Every being has free will and free agency. Even, in, even a fledgling human who is inadequate to the task for a period of years, in fact, to achieve a level of maturity where they can fend for themselves adequately to be out and about in the environment on their own totally. Children simply lack the experience to even know what is hazardous and what is not, let alone how to cope, let alone have the physical body, the presence of mind, the emotional maturity and strength of conviction to marshal the needed strength and have the experience to engage with the body to carry out the desired intention. Children continue to be vulnerable for many, many years on all fronts. So what is needed for you to be aware of is that in the same way she is physically vulnerable, she is vulnerable to spirit attacks simply by being present. The fact she is so vulnerable does not mean the divine can step in to ensure this on her behalf. That is your job as the parent. Her mind will vary greatly, largely through the emotional stimuli she generates with her feelings, and this will change her intentions and her spiritual vibration, so to speak. Having a low moment emotionally is very common in life, especially in the young, who take everything seriously and are easily perturbed when things are not perfect. Their feelings are extremely acute and sensitive, and they will react very, very strongly to any kind of adversity. It takes maturity to learn how to be patient and tolerate even things like boredom, let alone being bullied by an attacking consciousness. Because there is an unseen realm, you will always be in the dark about many things that happened for her, and this is true for you as well. This is simply the human dilemma of disconnection. You are all vulnerable. You are all potential victims. And almost certainly will have times of difficulty when your emotional vulnerability leads to being possessed by a dark energy, at least for a time. So that is what is happening with her, that her emotions are quite strong and range over a wide spectrum of extremes. And during low moments... She becomes vulnerable and that can be exploited and must be allowed by the divine realm. So the answer here is to have a periodic request for safety, protection and healing to be done over and over and over. It is no different than watching over her personally every day to be sure she's clothed appropriately, her hygiene is attended to, and she has nourishment to meet her bodily needs and a good steady dose of affection and love through simply paying attention to her and engaging with her and supporting her learning by participating in her life to give her feedback. You are already her greatest teacher as her mother and you are her greatest protector. You just need to recognize 100% perfection is not possible to maintain for anyone. That is part of the point of human experience, to deal with the adversity and consequences when they arise. That too will be for you to teach her about down the line when she is old enough to understand such things. In the meantime, You must do all you can to keep her going and see to her needs and happiness through making frequent requests of the divine. And this will be effective to stay ahead of serious consequences. And the best way to make those requests of the divine is indeed with the Lightworker
1: Healing Protocol, which would be really wise to learn to do yourself, but you can also hire practitioners to do it for you. And protection of the young is a really good reason
2: to do that, Carl. Absolutely. We we feel this very, very deeply. And as a parent, I can tell you in seeing the struggles of my own kids and looking back on my own life, I wish I had had God in my corner in an effective way, but didn't. Even though I was in a religious household, my dad was a minister, but I wasn't taught to pray for myself. I was taught to Pray to God and thank God for all the blessings I have. Well, that's all well and good. That's fine. It's it's wonderful to give thanks and to appreciate the Almighty. But meanwhile, if you're being attacked, if you're being bullied, if you're being ravaged by dark spirits who have turned away from the light, you need to take care of that, yeah. <laughs> and the divine won't do it unless you're smart enough to ask for help. This is a part of the learning curve of the human experience. It's hard to get your mind around it. People don't like to hear that, that maybe they need to be more specific and more knowledgeable, but that is the answer, I assure you. It is.
1: U.S. Creator, is my student capable of keeping her daughter clear of spirit attacks by doing repeat Lightworker Healing Protocol sessions? Or is she too close to the problem, perhaps for karmic reasons?
2: All right, and Creator tells us, as we have spelled out in detail, she is not at fault or lacking. More to the contrary, is highly effective and a beautiful and loving advocate for her well-being and will continue to be so. It is just that every person is an individual, and this is true of the daughter as well. She will push the limits. She will push and test the boundaries. She will exceed expectations but she will exceed your assumptions about her safety and vulnerability to the downside at times. This is just the nature of things and simply requires reasonable vigilance. If you have a regular routine to do session work on her at intervals, this would be ideal. In the meantime, daily prayers asking for the basics for safety and removal of intrusive energies will help to nip things in the bud and will work as good first aid to keep her safe. The full protocol will not always be needed for simply removing new possessing spirits, but keep in mind with every human being, there are many, many deep karmic issues always rumbling from the many parallel lifetimes that need to be addressed. So there is no time like the present to send as much healing outreach to her daughter as possible. It is a tremendous advantage for her to have the mother start now, especially when you consider that most people will not find their way to a practitioner of the Lightworker Healing Protocol until they are well advanced in years and have spent the majority of their life struggling and suffering from unresolved karmic burdens. Any and all healing the mother can do, any and all healing the mother can do Will be a tremendous blessing that will enhance all of her future. Well, we're just reiterating,
1: creative reiterating that here that uh, we need to be, we need to ask for the protection that we deserve, that we want, that we need. And that if you're a parent, especially, um, certainly doing light working protocol is, is important and will be a tremendous enhancement. But simple prayers
2: uh, can make a huge difference as well. Yes, and the more specific and the more sophisticated the prayer is, things that leverage the power of prayer can make all the difference. People have not been taught how to pray well and effectively, and we can help you with that because we've looked into this and gotten lots of assistance from the divine realm because they are in our corner. It's just they're hobbled most of the time because we put handcuffs on them by our ignorance. In fact,
1: we can help you right now with that issue. You can download our free prayer book, which outlines was 11 prayers for or at least there's a number of them anyway to cover everything uh, that concern most people in life. Uh, optimally optimal prayers for bringing about the, the most enhanced intervention you can get it at getwisdom.com prayer. That's getwisdom.com prayer. You can do a while round break. Just go grab getwisdom.com prayer. You get that prayer book and we'll continue on with more Get Wisdom coming up after this. Um, we got coming up uh, more discussion on this topic, Carl.
2: Yes, there's much more to relate about the hazards of using the mind and things that get in our way, slow us down. Disrupt education, disrupt learning and growth and prosperity because they'll affect you all your life if you get off to a bad start. This is the whole premise of being an educated society, helping the young get get a leg up and be effective in all they do. If you have things corrupting you, disrupting you, even karmic past history can do it. And we'll be exploring that. These are things you need to know. We'll get into that right after this.
1: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows
0: and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God You're listening to get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com That's contact at getwisdom.com Now back to this week's program.
1: Welcome back to the second segment of get Wisdom this week we are talking about creator's advice on overcoming mental blocks have a mental blocks of a mental ability Well I'm
2: really messing up this week's title Carl. <laughs> Well, you may but, have a blocking, uh, blocking your
0: mental
1: Yes, I think there's I a say. problem here. Maybe, maybe I could just ask the audience to do some protocol sessions and prayers for me. I'd never well, get too many of those. We're all in this together. <laughs> we here we are. You creator, are any of my services helpful for ADD and ADHD, and to what extent? AD, ADD is attention deficit disorder, and ADHD is a, I'm not, go ahead,
2: Attention Carl. deficit hyperactivity disorder. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and these are growing problems. You know, statistically speaking, it's it's an epidemic of ADD and ADHD. So this is the first time I ask creator, is there anything I can do about this? I've learned the hard way about everything that I do for clients and everything I teach to students. So this is part of my learning curve I'm sharing with you. Are any of my services helpful for ADD and ADHD and to what extent? This is what Creator told me. This is an important and insightful question that was impulsed to a client to ask of you. You have assumed this was something unalterable because it is high-level damage that is in the way of normal soul expression to a significant degree. This does not mean, however, that it cannot be healed by you or others. The fact that it is a sole characteristic that is not being accommodated by a defective body and therefore not a medical problem does not mean it cannot receive a metaphysical healing. This is very much the case. So we would suggest you start with your lightworker healing protocol and follow up with a subconscious channeling. What that will do is to further remove deep inner conflicts arising from the dilemma in which the soul finds itself, being present in a difficult environment and facing the heavy energy, as well as the onslaught of prior karma inevitably beginning to swirl around the person, and then having to contend with faulty equipment that frustrates and abort soul expression at every turn to limit the functioning and cause many, many problems, including being misunderstood, being judged unfairly for poor performance, not understanding the deep reason for this, and the fact it is simply a communication problem and not the level of ability of the person on display. So there are many reasons for wounding in this circumstance, all of which makes things worse. The subconscious channeling will take care of the latter to be sure, but more importantly, it can begin to deal with the conflict in communication between mind and body. Anything related to this brought to mind by the subconscious can receive a healing application through the same holographic memory resolution process you would normally apply to a trauma of some kind of a more down-to-earth sense befalling the client at the hands of a bully, for instance, or some other perpetrator, or a relative treating them unfairly, or a parent being unkind, or even themselves judging too harshly and causing a wounding. So the dilemma they face in adjustment creates many, many opportunities to work with that issue directly and apply a healing solution. This is very much akin to the issue of seeing something on the surface, like skin color, and making a series of judgments about a person, and then causing wounding, and then that person identifying with that label and assessment from outside critics, seeing themselves as defective, and then causing further trauma. This greatly amplifies the difficulty for the person and renders them, in many cases, almost non-functional because of the severe harm done by both the outside criticism and labeling, to make them feel they are defective. Keep in mind, there are many, many differences among individuals. All take time to learn even the most basic of skills, including standing on one's own and maintaining a balance on two feet, learning language, learning to relate to others and get along in a social setting, learning to self-soothe and manage growing independence. All these things take months to years to develop to a significant degree. The same is true of every skill, learning to write, learning to read, learning to do simple mathematics, and then more advanced manipulations of numbers and numerical concepts, on and on it goes. So in addition to learning to run the body and deal with the emotional life and the outside world and its many layers, starting with the mother and spreading outward. There is an adjustment to the circumstances of how they interface with learning in the school setting. When there are extra challenges involved, theirs is a real dilemma to be sure, but it is only a dilemma to the extent the person perceives it and then gives in and gives up. That can well happen when a pronouncement is made of the presence of a defect that is incurable. When in fact, there is much that can be done within the person themselves in the way of self-healing, if this is presented as an opportunity, you are perfectly positioned to bring in that healing by going directly to the deep subconscious where the pain is most severely experienced and the awakening of prior experiences of a similar nature are piling on and allowing the person to apply self-healing through a facilitated guided imagery session. This can be quite helpful. It may or may not remove all vestiges of the so-called disorders, but will go a long way to easing symptoms, restoring greater function, and helping the person adapt much more fully and with less emotional trauma and injury to their self-image which will have lifelong benefits as opposed to lifelong liabilities if left unaddressed.
1: Well, we're certainly learning here that uh, these disorders are highly complex and have multiple inputs. Um, You know, there may be indeed some physical damage. We know that the ETs kidnap the young and then use mercury, you know, to do it create real brain damage that can be an issue as well but then there's also just deep subconscious beliefs and trauma coming from past lives it's a it's a complex web to unravel
2: well and that's the logic behind starting with the light worker healing protocol which includes requests to remove any kind of toxic materials from the body including heavy metals and this this is a godsend literally for these People afflicted en masse with this problem. They've been tampered with. They have a normal consciousness, and today's kids have enhanced capabilities coming down into their incarnation. But this is an attempt by the interlopers to rein that back in, and it works. There's nothing like poison to (laughs) uh,
1: impair the mind. I guess an analogy would be like an induced stroke. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're a person, full faculties, full normality, and you have a stroke, you might lose the ability to speak. You might lose the ability to move your limbs for some period of time. Um, that could be quite the analogy. Actually, you introduce poison into a young person, you could have similar effects.
2: Yeah, yeah. This, this, this is quite a tragedy. And in a sense, these minds are trapped in a poorly functioning body and brain and it and it and it's heartbreaking to to consider and and I I've, I've worked with autistic individuals and there's nothing wrong with their mind it's the body that cannot connect them to the outside world so subconscious channeling allows getting in so we may do a a a show on that topic alone because it's such an important one indeed you asked creator If Alzheimer's
1: disease and other dementias in the aged are primarily an attempt of the mind to shut down as a way of escaping torment, can this phenomenon take place at an earlier age, even in school children, manifesting as memory problems, inattention, and learning disabilities as being milder and perhaps not yet permanent consequences of a similar coping mechanism?
2: Well, we're hitting people with a lot of new ideas, I think, here. I think so. (laughs) That dementias are really a self-decision to exit the scene and escape because of repeated trauma and that has consequences and the brain will atrophy when it's not being used. So, there's physical signs and so on and pathologic changes, but it's really a soul kind of spiritual dilemma that happens for many, many of these sufferers, but it goes deeper because this starts early with the traumas people are subjected to. So creator says, this is an astute question and is very logical, looked at in hindsight. If a chronic, debilitating, progressive and devastating reduction in cognitive function can be an end result of wanting to escape from life, one can see the likely progression of events where there is a build up with inner resolve to make this happen with increasing ways to distract oneself to keep going. And even the desire to maintain control and have easy recall of information, as it begins to become harder to retrieve in the case of these so-called illnesses, there is clearly a losing battle. This certainly demonstrates there is a powerful mechanism underway to make the mind withdraw and win the contest, so to speak. This indeed does manifest much earlier and is apparent in many, many ways, but to a lesser degree and will not be associated with such a grave outcome because the deficiencies are less severe and shorter lived. And this, in fact, occurs even in small children who are under severe emotional stress. It is not only a byproduct of dissociation when there is a severe trauma, but there are many mechanisms for self-distraction as a way to cope with unpleasantness evident even in the young. And this is all part of the same coping strategy. They can become more frequent and have a more severe consequence so that the distraction is not temporary, but quite prolonged with respect to certain types of information. And then whole categories of information. And then the person begins to truly slip away and lose their identity and awareness of those who they may have known for many, many years, including one spouse, but who become a mystery figure because the links to the understanding of what is happening are gone. This indeed implies that making a concerted effort to resolve stressful circumstances at all ages can have a tremendous payoff not only in the immediate sense of alleviating suffering emotionally, but as a means of preventing long-term destructive habits that become harder and harder to reverse because they become so well entrenched. This severe state of cognitive decline is what is presumed to be a separate phenomenon because of its severity and then the pathological Pathologic changes often evident in the brain tissue serve as a red herring to indict a mysterious degenerative disorder underway causing the cognitive decline. The correlation is meaningful because it is a consequence of the mind's choice and that outcome to have abnormal changes in the tissues. And of course, these are not present to anywhere near the same extent at younger ages where there may be irregularities in cognitive function, but not so severe nor a consistent length of time that they've become unrelenting and progressive. So it is very much the case that if everyone had consistent support and healing using holographic memory resolution, this would prevent Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia. In a majority of cases because the trauma would be resolved and the need for the mental coping mechanism of shutting down awareness and the recall of painful information would not become an automatic mode of thought and the destructive consequences rendering the person helpless in the end. You know, the subconscious uh, does adjust You know, we we can teach the
1: subconscious to ride a bicycle, for instance. And when we're first getting on that bike, we have to pay lots of cognitive attention to what's happening. But as time goes on, we learn that skill. We we don't even think about it anymore. It just happens automatically. Something like dealing with stress. You know, we all experience butterflies in our stomach at one time in our life or another. And if you tighten the chest, the, the abdomen muscles, that really helps in terms of reducing the intensity of those butterflies. Well, if you were to do that for a long period of time, the subconscious is quite likely to just take over that activity of keeping those muscles contracted without your awareness, just like riding a bicycle. And, and who knows what kind of long-term health consequences that can have?
2: Well, I'd have to ask Creator about that one, Brian, because yeah. I'm I'm not so sure that is a deep enough solution to chronic stress. But uh, no, it's not. <laughs> but it is a good example of you know how we find ways to cope as best we can. Right. And some of the measures might be enough for some people, but not enough for others who are more severely assaulted by life. And and even the remembrance of traumas in other lives, this is far bigger than people realize. There's a battle going on down below in your deep subconscious. It's looking at all your other lifetimes in horror and shock and wondering when you're going to get drawn and quartered in this life or burned at the stake or thrown into prison and starved to death and lived with rats and so on. And we've had lives like this, all of us at one time or another. And it's right there up on the radar. And every time we come back in as a little baby and it starts over again and we're just blind to it because of this disconnection that is part of our faulty makeup now. This was seen to, it's a genetic defect and it's part of what we're working to overcome with this shift in consciousness and bringing in enough divine help. In the meanwhile, there's a lot of low-level issues that are very amenable to being resolved. Doing trauma resolution work with a deep subconscious can make inroads and get people back on track and functioning in a healthy enough way that'll carry them for a lifetime or make up for lost time if they're struggling at the moment now as an older person. Subconscious channeling is something that you've basically
1: discovered in this work, Carl, and it's got tremendous promise for the future, but we do have to caution people that it's, it's highly, it's, it's new, new science, essentially. It's highly experimental, and uh, we're reporting on the progress, but unfortunately, it's really not widely available right
2: now. Yeah, and there's, that's a long story in itself. It takes special skills to be able to do this process of channeling and to do it without becoming corrupted and then turning into someone causing damage in others. And that's what most channelers do. They're at a minimum distracting people into a cul-de-sac with happy talk and sweetness and light and not addressing real problems and those real problems are quite urgent. Well, we're going to talk about more of those real problems when we come
1: back The more Get Wisdom right after this.
0: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa,
2: play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn.
0: Back to the final segment again get wisdom, where we are discussing creator discussing
1: overcoming blocks to mental ability. See, Carl, there's hope for me after all.
2: Okay, I, I like that accuracy. You know, truth in uh, in uh, wor- wordsmanship. Uh, so this this is good. So and let me define what the Lightworker Healing Protocol is. It, sure. This is something that's divinely inspired. It's divinely guided. It's divinely executed. And it was cobbled together by yours truly, going back to the well, talking to Creator directly again and again and again over a period of years. I had to figure things out largely in order to get a validation that, yeah, that's a good idea. This will help. Adding this in will help. I had to think of it. This wasn't handed to me. That's how the divine works. They don't lead us. They support us.
1: Which is a contrast to a lot of channeled, quote unquote, revealed material that's out there, where people hear a voice waking them up at three o'clock in the morning and go write this. And they sit down at their desk and go into like an automatic writing thing and scribble out, you know, 50 pages of material. If you're ordered to do that and you follow through,
2: that's not human leading, is it? Well, that is a corrupted uh, interloper commandeering the person in their mind for mischief. And they might be given spiritual truths, but eventually there will be limits. It won't go beyond a certain point. It'll be more like pablum, entry-level spiritual ideas. And it'll feel good. It'll sound good, but it won't move people along. It won't advance them. And they, were, they will get corrupted in many, many ways below the radar. You, you can guarantee that this is so. I think a quick litmus test of
1: what's the difference between being in divine partnership and having something else going on is that you have an off switch, Carl. <laughs> Some of these people hear voices. They can't, I can't find the off switch.
2: Yeah. Well, that never happens to me. I have to go and ask and I have to wait. And then the voice comes. It never comes on its own. Never.
1: And that's an that's an important point. Yeah. U.S. creator. Because you had to ask, creator. <laughs> A student asks, I am fairly new to the Lightworker Healing Protocol, and I'm optimistic that it is the help we need. My primary focus is youth, as I understand that the youth coming in of late, indigos, rainbows, crystals, etc., are coming with less karma to clear, but are here to do more help for raising up humanity. Is this true that they have
2: less karma? Okay, and this is actually an example of what we're talking about, Chandler's giving information that's false that we've got no more karma, the young. This, this is a, a disempowerment. Oh, and there's nothing you need to do. Just sit around, wait for ascension, and you'll be raised up, and just go get your popcorn. <clears throat> so, this is what Creator says. This is not the case. They will have considerable karma, as is true of each and every human being coming into Earth's plane in a new incarnation. These are not newly minted human beings. These, for the most part, are old souls, and it is because they are highly experienced and advanced in their thinking, by virtue of their longevity, that they are being brought in at this time, under the most difficult of circumstances, despite, in most cases, having a lengthy history of being traumatized and thus carrying much negative karma." That does complicate things and make it more difficult to do repair of the manipulations done to them once they are born. But that is no different than any other person, as all are typically experienced hands joining the fray again and again and again. Most newcomers are avoiding the scene at this point in particular because of the ramp-up by the interlopers to become more serious opponents of human progress and survival. I think that last sentence is quite revealing, you know,
1: that uh, young souls or extremely, extremely young souls anyway, basically new souls are not being born here at this time.
2: Yeah, they're they're a rarity because they're in over their heads in coming. We at least have the experience of wrestling with the darkness. We've got the wounds to show for it (laughs) and, and that makes us walking wounded and vulnerable in a certain way. But that hard-won experience motivates us to keep going with determination. And we're more likely to hold our head up as believers, which is necessary to the task. If you just come in and get taken out with manipulation, mind control, you're no use to anyone, not to yourself or or humanity or the divine. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You asked, creator, the practitioner asks. I also understand that they are being targeted heavily by the dark forces, with the result being an increase in conditions like ADD, ADHD, ODD, and autism, as well as a general increase in materialism, as well as general anxiety and mental illness, which is effectively sidetracking them and blocking their ability to get on track with their soul plans. Is this accurate? There was a lot of acronyms in there, Carl.
2: A lot of acronyms. All, you know, difficult stuff. Blocks to learning. Blocks to growth. Creator says the increased ADD, ADHD, ODD, oppositional defiance disorder, is what that is, and autism are the result of, in many cases, direct manipulation of the genome to degrade the enhancements given to this new generation of human beings. Their ability to be corrupted nonetheless will result in a percentage developing character disorders from spirit possession as well as the consequences of further disconnection from the divine realm with a narrowing of sensitivity through the intuitive gateway. This reduces the flow of love energy and the ability to think in loving terms, to feel love, and to express love freely as the first impulse. And this will result in greater materialism as well. So, unfortunately,
1: the practitioner's question was accurate, (laughs) that... uh... All these conditions are, are being affected. Yes, let's keep going. We're, gonna, we're running behind. Okay, well, let's, let's do so. The practitioner asked, same practitioner, by the way, I guess my own son, for example, really seems to be getting darker by the day, more than just the typical teenage attitude. is the point now where I'm actually repelled by his energy when we're in close proximity. I've begun doing sessions for him and the youth in his community as my clients. Is this helping?
2: And creator answers, these sessions are of benefit. You need to keep going to reap the greatest rewards here. And this is because of the added energy done with each repetition. You are working against strong forces in opposition to you and to your son's best interests. This is simply the nature of the ongoing contest, not something about you or his makeup and vulnerability. It is not a question of character or soul characteristics being lacking in any respect. It is simply that all young people are vulnerable and this causes trouble when alterations happen and manipulations worsen them. It can be a serious and long-standing problem and require many rounds of healing and an extended period of time to make headway, even to the point of seeing a perceptible benefit. We understand how frustrating this is and disappointing to many that the divine realm cannot simply work a miracle in all cases, but this is the constraint of the free will paradigm that the word of human is law and the desires within the human must be given precedence even if they are warped and twisted almost beyond recognition. It is part of the karmic responsibility people have to stand strong, maintain purity of thought and strive to be in spiritual alignment in all ways at all times as a highest priority. That is what it takes to be invulnerable, and few can attain that. So it is not surprising that many young people get into trouble. People are simply not taught about these phenomena and likelihoods happening to family members and will not be employing safeguards and tutoring the young carefully and how to manifest their own safety and protection, in addition to doing work personally as parents and guardians. This is a dire circumstance, often needing a multi-pronged effort and sometimes outside help is a critical necessity as well because the parents can be too close to the problem and if there is any weakness in their resolve or belief, that can impair their ability to be of maximum benefit to their offspring. We see in this case that this practitioner is doing high quality work and is capable of being an effective advocate for his son. The only question is whether there is a karmic history that could be a limiting factor under certain circumstances. That is being triggered somewhat by the fact that the son has problems that are bothering the father and that he is feeling this loathing in witnessing his son's liabilities. So the setting of an intention to have the father include this as a healing opportunity and client issue of his own will be of help to work on that aspect as well as the son's needs. And together, things will progress over time. You know, an observation I have is that it's interesting
1: that um, somebody who's an advanced old soul, got a lot of wisdom, might be entrusted with a soul that really needs a lot of help. You know, so you might be scratching your head thinking, why did I get such a troubled, problematic child?
2: But maybe it's because you have the tools to actually help this soul. Well, and this does happen. It really, really does. We make agreements, soul agreements, before we come down to meet up with certain people who have struggled and struggled and struggled through other lives in order to be of service to them. Sounds crazy, but we're light beings. We, we're divine. <laughs> so this is what we do. Indeed.
1: You creator, the practitioner concludes, my plan is to continue to identify high school students and their schools as my primary clients with the outside of the session. this provide relief and benefit to this group so they can get back on track?
2: And Creator tells us this will be a benefit exactly as desired and foreseen and is very worth doing. As you know, adolescence is a quite volatile period and often a time when turning points are reached with reawakening of old karmic wounds and agendas that can sidetrack a person for their entire lifetime if things get out of hand. So it is a time when there are many critical healing needs that come up and these are rarely met with an effective answer so he is in a good position to be an advocate and champion for his son's betterment this is a double blessing for sure
1: you ask creators we wind up this episode a client asks did my h1n1 vaccination during my first trimester have anything to do with my son having adhd
2: what can we tell her And Creator says, you can rest easy here that your vaccination was not his undoing, so it is not in any way your fault that he struggles with this condition. This is something coming from the environment that has intruded and is having an impact, but it is not something you could have foreseen to protect him from harm. We will be working on this again and again through the protocol work launched by your channel, and this will be of help to him. This is not something simple to reverse, but the key is to moderate the symptoms sufficiently that he has adequate function to fit in and be successful in holding his own in society. And that will enable him to have a good future and to find happiness. There are countless individuals with this kind of profile who managed to do just that. He is still young and flexible, and that will work in his favor. So we will be working on this behind the scenes to improve the situation. Yes, yeah, so this is a
1: big hot-button one. We've explored you know, vaccination issues in the past, uh, but it's another time to, to throw the message out there that uh, if you're a parent with an, a troubled child that you suspect vaccinations might have contributed to, don't blame yourself. That That's not helpful.
2: Yeah, and it's not the vaccination that's yeah. the problem. It's an extraterrestrial manipulation that's the problem. Vaccines have their issues. They can have adulterants and so on. But that's a separate thing. And you can get divine healing and divine protection to remove anything that is deleterious, anything harmful in a vaccination. The same as you can for taking prescription medication. You can ask God to remove those things that will cause side effects and get some help. If you have belief, it takes belief, but there are answers that, that are available through the divine exactly you know, don't burn up at precious energy on self rec- you know, recrimination
1: that's just that's not helpful take that energy and apply it towards a healing approach for yourself and for the ones that you're concerned about and you can do that with the lightwork healing protocol but you can also do it by enlisting our healing services at getwisdom.com visit getwisdom.com check out our healing tab on our menu and you will find all kinds of clearing services available for property for pets for you know, people, clearing them of spirit attachments, uh, spirit rescues. If you've had somebody pass away recently and you're worried about their status, you can engage uh, one of our practitioners to do a spirit rescue and, and ensure that they get to the light. Very important, Carl. Yes. And
2: family groups. We do lots of family groups. If I had a nickel for every person I've helped with my protocol who never thought about getting help for their kids, I mean, it, it's, it, it always amazed me. But they think, oh, my kids are fine. My kids are fine. They're young. They're, you know, they, they can, they're flexible. They can recover anything, you know, know. sure.
1: Sure. Yeah. I certainly could have used it when I was a kid. I'll tell you that much. We were all kids
2: once and, you know, look at us now. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, there's not much time to
1: continue looking. We're out of time for this episode, Carl. Thanks everybody. We'll see you next week.
2: Be well.